podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. It's December 6, 2019, and you are listening to the Faces Trader podcast. In today's show, we're going to talk about 15 stories. I know it's a lot, but let me give you a key summary. We're talking about Starbucks now. We're going to talk about Yotao. We're going to talk about Slack's earnings and their shared channels. Waypost Lending, Funko's Baby Yoda, Sequoia Capital raising $3.8 billion. Tesla getting upgraded, Nike getting upgraded, uh, Etsy downgraded. We're going to talk about some 5G picks that we like, which is Lattice, Semiconductor, and Insigo. We're going to talk about the earnings dilemma of Elastic and PagerDuty, uh, the junk bond yields of Twitter and QSR um, being a low 3.87%. We're going to talk about some Dreehouse charts, which are interesting in my view. Some Xiaomi-backed watches, wearable devices called Kwami. And the Nike sneakerheads chasing returns, flipping those Air Jordans. Are you with me? Okay, so that's a lot of news, but let's see. So for Starbucks, I just wanted to share that Starbucks now is a unique experience in Beijing. They are showing massive improvement in China. When they, when they opened their first Starbucks Now store in July 2019. What is a Starbucks Now store? This store debuted in Beijing and there are plans to implement, implement this layout in more locations through fiscal 2020. Starbucks Now features a special beverage and food menu designed for on-the-go people, dedicated areas for delivery and online orders, and limited seating, which helps provide an experience that anyone can enjoy giving customers an innovative experience that not only appeals to its traditional cafe-loving customers, but also the evolving world of digital ordering and quick service. Recall that there's a tight uh, war or a little bit of a coffee competition between Starbucks and uh, Luckin, Luckin Coffee. But the reality is Luckin is more a milk tea play, as we have been saying. And the difference is very stark since Starbucks is highly on the sit-in whereas um, lock-in is more on the convenience factor. This is why Starbucks is implementing some delivery takeout um, new designs and new locations for for um, the Chinese crowd. We'll see how this does and so far Starbucks has support at about $80 and a little bit resistance at about 95 above. So you have about 80 to 96, which is a 20% range. For those people who want Starbucks, then um, I would prefer getting in near 80 bucks or um, if it still falls, then probably at 75, you still have a support. The next news would have been um, Yotao. So Yotao is actually the NetEase spinoff. It meant um, in a few weeks ago, it actually reported earnings and 
Yotao actually made an IPO of about $17. It's actually below IPO price per share right now. It's trading at about $13 to $14 thereabouts. That's why I think it's interesting for us to study this name. Yotao, in third quarter, achieved strong financial and operational growth across the business, driven, driven by its highly scalable online courses, increased intelligent learning devices sales, and strong performances from our online marketing services. Uh, Yotao's strategic, strategic focus remains on improving product quality, strengthening their top-performing courses, expanding subject offerings, supplementing course growth with content development system. Yotao Premium Courses had 237,100 paid enrollments in the third quarter, which is up 37% year-over-year, with gross billings reaching 214 million yuan. Paid enrollments from the core K-12 programs were particularly robust, increasing by 179% year-over-year with gross billings of 146 million yuan. The growing popularity of our new early learning STEAM courses is also promising, both in its own regard and as a feeder program for seamless integration into our K-12 courses. Also saw exceptional growth from our intelligent learning products, which we consider to be an indispensable part of students' learning experience. As an increasing component to our growth strategy, we released the Yotao Cloud Pen in June and the second generation Yotao Dictionary Pen in August. Both received excellent reviews and rankings. Um, just recently, I've seen that a lot of uh, tech or online education related stocks have been rising. Uh, yesterday, uh, somebody mentioned that Tal, which is an online tutor education, program in China is also doing well. It's trading at about $46, clocking in near all-time highs. <coughs> okay, as a continuation of our news flows, um, I did say that Weipo has been getting into online lending. Let me read to you their verbatim transcript. Weibo recently obtained approval for an ABS product. Online lending could become a key revenue generator for Weibo. Regularity, regulatory scrutiny may be unavoidable. Weibo recently received approval for its first ABS that is valued at renminbi 1 billion yuan. The bottom line, on the surface, the amount doesn't appear to be significant, but the direction on where Weibo is going cannot be understated. With a declining engagement level, competition from ByteDance and other short video formats, and a soft macro that is pressuring the ad revenue, Weipo needs to find other sources of revenue to fund her or monetize his revenue um, from its current user base before they turn to other platforms. Actually, uh, just, um, just yesterday, I also shared in um, one of our WeChat inner cir circle groups with the Guangzhou team, that um, there's this child, eight-year-old child uh, coding and um, he's a key influence leader, a KOL. And I was sharing that the trends now is that um, the trends today are KOLs have been dismantling institutions. An example of a KOL, a key opinion leader that has dismantled an institution was Rihanna Savage Fenty X, uh, dismantling Victoria's Secret to the ground as well as Kylie Jenner forcing Cody Cosmetics to pay about $600 million for 51% stake on uh, Kylie Jenner lipsticks. 
uh, we are seeing that the Generation Z of China, they're going into Bilibili. This is the biggest anime streaming site on ch in China. Uh, Bili, B-I-L-I, it's not yet in our buy list. However, I've been seeing this name going from about 16 to 17 bucks. Um, there is strength on its uh, revenue growth. And uh, we have been seeing a pickup as well in the technicals. You might want to look at it actually. Um, there's also news that Sequoia Capital has raised about additional $3 billion to invest in China. This means that um, there is significant uh, interest uh, when, when you see Sequoia Capital, which is a venture capitalist, getting more money and the, and the investment is all going to the China market, you could see that our Chinese likes are possibly going to get supported. Uh, we know that um, shopping, e-commerce is a, is a sector that we really prefer for our secular trend. So that would be Alibaba, JD, and Pintuoto. Um, so it's good to know that actually Weipo, which is which has been really suffering, as I said, from ByteDance competition, is um, changing gears or at least adding some revenue stream for their uh, for their business. We have to share as well that there's a Tesla upgrade. I haven't seen the exact report, but there is an analyst that believes that Tesla should be hitting at about $500. The only news I know about Tesla right now is that Tesla is expected to deliver 500,000 cars uh, on its Giga factory, as they claim. We'll have to read more into that. Also, some news. There is, um, as um, junk bond yields, uh, Twitter and QSR, the owner of Popeye's Kitchen, has been able to raise significant hundreds of millions of dollars at 3.87% yield. That's a very low rate. Um, last night, Fed rates um, just just uh, kept the rates unchanged. So that means that there's really significant money, um, liquidity coming into the market. Uh, in sad news though, Elastic and PagerDuty reported earnings that the market didn't like however if you look at the numbers it wasn't really that bad so i would say that again this is all about high valuations and the market wanting super high growth and yet narrower losses so we'll have to watch how elastic and pager duty trades the next coming days but so far they have been losers elastic is now trading at 62 dollars Pager Duty is now trading close to $22 near its 52-week lows. Um, in the good news space, there's actually a Frozen 2. That company, well, Disney's blockbuster hits, Frozen 2, is generating a lot of um, a lot of demand. Of course, uh, they're saying that Hasbro is expecting $500 million worth of Frozen 2 merchandise being sold. I haven't personally watched the movie yet. But um, in, uh, in, in other good news as well, Mandalorian series has this breakout um, toy, which is Baby Yoda. You've probably seen the memes. 
Now, if you're wanting to capture the revenue dollars on this trend, which is the Baby Yoda trend, you'll be making money on Funko and Hasbro. These two toy makers, which we like, are going to be the ones in demand. Funko is trading at about 14.5 to about 15.5 dollars these past couple of days. Still, still trading at about 10 times multiple. And then Baby Yoda through Hasbro, it's making about, it's still trading at about 25 times multiple. So you might want to wait below $90 or near $80 to be more comfortable for Hasbro. But Hasbro also provides 3% dividend yields, which could be the reason why the shares are afloat. Plus, um, Hasbro has several franchises. Uh, you, you own uh, Nerf, you own Little, My Little Pony, and uh, so many brands actually, such that they make merchandise not just on top of the Disney wares, but a lot of uh, franchises. So... That makes actually Hasbro a super toy conglomerate. It's a, it's about, I, it's, a, it's I believe about ten to thirteen billion dollars thereabouts in market cap. Okay. Um. In other news, um, I think I've shared that Nike is um a great company, but Nike is also a conviction buy list of Goldman Sachs. Uh, this makes Nike very hard to get uh, around ninety dollars. I think. Now it's trading at about $97. We continue to like the athleisure wear, and we also see that there's a lot of Chinese demand for Nike shoes. Um, the LeBron James Air Force One is doing so well, and um, in general, the sneaker heads of China are also flipping Chinese sneakers from left to right, with some teens and millennials owning at least 100 sneakers. 100 pairs which they wouldn't probably wear but they're trying to resell because some shoes can fetch around five to seven times sometimes 10 times 20 times the value of their uh, shoes like uh, a retail a retail chinese nike sneaker would sell for about 150 160 dollars and sometimes they could sell it for a thousand dollars if it's limited edition so there's that um reseller market that's really um, propelling a lot of sales for Nike um, Xiaomi we mentioned that Xiaomi has this 5G phones and Xiaomi released their own wearable devices which is Huami so far actually since that news um, that news I've seen it December 6 now it's near December 12 where I'm closing the podcast um, now it's about eight nine 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 ninety nine, I believe. Yeah, it's hitting close to ten dollars or about approximately ten percent higher. Um, with a surging demand on wearable device, we see that trend happening. We do notice that uh, for the wearable device, if it's not Apple, it's gonna be Apple's copycat, which is Xiaomi, that will um, gener- will will also hit um, the money flow. That's it for our December 6th and December 12th podcast. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.